Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to told, try told him I'm a beast, blood. What's up, gang? What's up, Welcome gang? to the Grindcast. Grind Simon Arias here. here. Get ready. Get it's ready. a new day. It's a new day. What's up, gang? Welcome to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. And we're going to talk about, um, you know, I'm, I, I want to, I've just been thinking so much about the difference between being good and being great. And so being, being good, being good, there's, there's, it's, 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 it's above average. So it's good, but it's a trap to me. Because all the people that are good enough to be good, that means that you you had enough gifts and talents and know-how to get to to the being good, that the biggest difference between being good and being great is are you obsessed? And so I, I don't I don't agree with every single thing that Grant Cardone has to say. Um, I like some of his stuff. I like, you know, a lot of his stuff. Um, but I'm just going to talk about one thing that I do believe 100% is, you know, this dude's book, Be Obsessed or Be Average. Because anybody that I've seen or you've seen that's become special good, like Hall of Fame good, legacy People talk about them for years and years and years to come. Those people, I would I would say all, if not all, we we got to say the majority of those people were obsessed. Whether that's a kid doing gymnastics or you know whatever, like all day long, my daughter she's she's into dance right now. That's her thing. So she'll go to dance for like three hours. And then she'll want to dance and do stuff all day for hours on top of that. That's a kid, but that's how you get, that's how you get special good. When, when you're able to put in the hours that everybody else puts in, but then you go and do some extra stuff. That's what will make you great. That's what will make you great. More often than trying the route of I'm just going to be talented. I don't know how that's going to play out. I'm sure that happens once in a while. Somebody's just that that talented, but it's a, it's a shame to see what they waste. You know, whether you're religious or not, I was talking to a um a group of people, you know, this morning and 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 we were talking about this this stuff and you know, I I just referenced regardless of what your you know, religious backgrounds, you know, is or, or anything like that. Everybody, for the most part, knows I'm a Christian. Not perfect. Don't try to be. But but I got friends that are from different backgrounds that are not. And that's okay, too. And so I just just so happened to use the parable of the talents, you know, which is in the Bible. And, you know, you could pick the number, but, it, you know, it talks about, you know, the one that had, you know, one one got one talent. The other one got three talents. The other one got five talents. And, you know, I'm. I don't know if I got the numbers exact. It's been a while, but when I referenced it, the moral of the story was, you know, the one that buried his talent in the ground and didn't think that he should even take any risk. So he just buried it in the ground and the other two made their talents increase and doubled them. And they said the talents were, were like, like coins, like 
currency. And so the one that doubled the, the, the talents, they said, good job or well, well done, good and faithful servant. And so great job to you guys. And so what I did for the one that buried it, the story is they took the one, they took the one that he did have and gave it to somebody else. And so if you're good enough to be good, you've been given some gifts and talents. It's, it's, it's time for you to double those gifts and talents. Now, I think the best way you could show gratitude is to use your gifts that you've been given. That's why they're called a gift. I believe each and every single person has a gift. They may be gifted in different things. Some people are funny. Some people are fast. But people got gifts. And I think if you're able to go all in with that gift and you go all in and you realize it's not even yours, how could you be lazy and keep it? Because it's not even yours. It's a gift. That's why we got to continue to to give. And the more that you go out there and give and serve, the more that will come back to you. But it, it got to be an obsession if you want to be great. So I don't know who's listening to this. I don't know what your background is, whether it's business, sports, what's going on. But I'm telling you right now, if you just want to be good or you want to be average, you can do the amount of work and, and, and do what everybody else does. And maybe you'll do, do well. Maybe you'll do okay. But if you ever want to be great, if you ever want to be special, you got to be obsessed. You got to be obsessed. And sometimes being obsessed doesn't taste good. It's not stuff that's fun to do. It's the stuff that's not fun to do that's going to make you great. How many of us are, are avoiding the things that are not fun to do that are going to make us great? Are we avoiding those things? Because sometimes people feel like, well, if I don't love everything about this, if it doesn't, if it's not all sunshine and rainbows, then it must not be meant to be. And I don't think that's the proper way of thinking and looking at it because so I got a, a young man that I've supported uh, for years, man, because I believe in his character and in, in, in the work that he puts in. And uh, I want to play a role in, in helping him achieve goals and dreams and impact his life. And a young man's name is Dalton Rasta. And so he's he's trying to uh, fulfill his dream of, of being a, a world champion, professional uh, mixed martial artist. And, and so he's moved down to coconut creek florida to fight with american top team and train with american top team and uh you know that's that's a 24 year old man you know leaving all of his family you know leaving friends leaving relationships leaving a place of comfort where he lives to move to a place where he has no friends no family no nothing no job other than this all day long. And so he got a fight coming up and, and uh, you know, and, and, and I saw a post he put up. He said, uh, two more weeks of hell. All for 15 minutes of glory, if that. Two more weeks of what? He said two more weeks of hell. That's what I think people don't miss. If you want to win, sometimes you got to go through hell to get to heaven. 
And, and, and people want to go to heaven, but people sometimes they don't understand. They got to go cut through hell. You got to cut through hell to get to heaven. And so what is it? What is it for you? What is it for you? That's your hell. Two weeks of hell. What's the grind that you're supposed to be? What are the things that you don't feel like doing that you know is going to pay off for you down the road? The good, the good thing about the majority of the people that are in business or listening to this, if you do it, it's not for 15 minutes. If you make the sacrifices and go all in and do the things that you don't want to do, you can change your entire life for the rest of your life. But you got to pay the price. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be adversity. Personal life stuff is usually harder to deal with than the, than, than the business stuff. If you can win the personal life stuff, the, 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 the business side of things gets easier. And so I think to, to go to where we want to go, we have to deal with personal life issues. You have you have people you have people that are on top of every industry that people want. Let's say I'm an actor and I look up to Denzel Washington. Or I'm a I'm I'm a, I'm a mixed martial artist and I look up to Conor McGregor or you know, I'm I'm a, a real estate, you know, person and I look up to this person or I'm a hooper so I look up to LeBron. Whatever it is, Whoever the people are that you look up to, I can promise you they have learned how to overcome adversity. You need to do the exact same thing. I'll never forget watching Brett Favre lose his dad when he was a, a, a beast quarterback in the NFL for the Green Bay Packers. And, and, and so he would lose his dad. He lost his dad and then he still showed up. I don't know if he was still with the Packers, but he still he still showed up and played phenomenal. I think he threw five touchdown passes or something a few days after. Michael Jordan's dad got murdered. Still found a way to win a title. Get through that. Get over that adversity. How? How? Because the people that you admire, the people that you want to be, the people that you aspire to be, the person that's inside of you that can take it to the next level – the only thing standing between you and where you want to go is can you handle the adversity? And this is why it ain't all the people that make it don't all have big muscles because the adversity that you need to overcome is not about how, how much physical toughness you have, although that's, that's great, but it's about how much mental toughness do you have because that's what lasts. That's what wins. Mental toughness. Spiritual toughness inside of you built up, not the outside of you. That's just a physical body. If you want to get through adversities, you got to tap into your mind and your spirit. Because the only thing standing between you and the person you look up to is the sacrifices that they've made and the adversity that, they, that they've gone through with a, with a positive attitude and a fight in their heart. No quitting. Have you, have you ever heard of someone that, that, that quit their way to the top and they got on stage and said, man, I just, you know, I think the secret was shit got hard and I just quit. 
So then I changed jobs and I got hard over there and I quit. And I started doing good there for four or five years. And then as soon as I had one bad year, I quit. Ain't no speech ever going to look like that because you can't get greatness through quitting. At some point, you're going to have to go through something. At some point, you're going to have to stand and fight. It's not all going to be sunshine and rainbows. It's not all going to be wins. You might lose. You might take a loss. You can't accept it, but you got to move forward. You have to be able to get through adversity. You have to be able to get through personal life things going on. Sometimes it's death. Sometimes it's a breakup with a spouse or significant other. Like you have to be able to use it as motivation. Like an example I'll give is, is my grandfather. When I was a kid, my dad wasn't around. I, I, I didn't know really who he was till I was late in my twenties. And, uh, when we did start to develop a relationship, he was he was a cool dude. Uh, it was all good, but I had to be ready, you know, for that moment because it takes a whole different mental and spiritual approach to talk to somebody that you haven't met and you had a whole childhood and a whole life, and then you meet this man for the first time and and uh, and all of that. But you know, I, I I think you know my grandfather I called dad. Because my mom called him dad, and by the time I realized, you know, my aunts called him dad, by the time I was old enough to realize what was going on, no one, I guess, corrected me. I just kept calling him dad, daddy. It was, like, awkward because I'm like, man, do I call him grandfather? Do I call him dad? I don't want to hurt his feelings, and you know what I mean? And all It was weird because I didn't have that position filled. And so he stepped up. Amongst others, I literally had a bunch of people, you know, when they say it takes a, a, a village to raise a child, man, there's so many people that help play a role in my life that, you know, it took a team effort because uh, we didn't have any money and we didn't have any help and we didn't have, you know, none of that stuff. So it was like literally a bunch of people that that helped. And my grandfather was one of those major contributors and he passed away a few years ago. I watched him you know, take his last breath, basically, uh, died of uh, cancer. And I gave the eulogy to this, you know, to honor him. And, and then, which wasn't easy. And then, and then Monday, that very next Monday, which kicks off our business week after that weekend of events, uh, I was in here running our team meeting, leadership meeting, and then trying to inspire people. And I'm not saying that to to because I want a pat on the back. I'm just telling you, I'm trying to lead by example. And I think that what I've learned from people that that are great, and I'm not there yet, you know. But people that I'm trying to to emulate and be great, those people when they when they have these adversities, even death, they find a way to spin that into motivation and positivity. And so, I, in my mind. I said, this dude would not want me to cry, fold, break, bend because he passed. That would be worse, I feel like. If he's watching down, he would be more upset if I did worse versus 
watch me do better. So I'm like, man, instead of letting myself go there, I'm going to use this energy that I'm already feeling. I'm going to use this pain that I'm already feeling. And I'm going to trick my brain into believing what I really feel is true, that he would have wanted me to go harder. He would want me to change more lives. He would want me to start winning. Because I know as a parent, you know, myself, one day when I'm not here, I don't want everybody to be depressed and bawling and not paying their bills for a month. That ain't the legacy. I want to leave. I want people to go to work and grind and celebrate and grind and do the best that you can with your life and be inspired. It ain't going to do no, none of us no good. We ain't helping nobody. If we're all down, I know it's, I know it's easier said than done. But if that's your perspective, it helps. Because you're going to have to go through some death. You're going to have to go through some obstacles, some trials, some tribulations. And you got to get through it on your way to playing and, and, and being great. And so I just want to encourage you as, you as you take on this upcoming week. That if you're ready to take it to the next level, you got to go all in. You don't just dabble in things and try them out and think they're going to be successful. What you want to, to, to be successful, it's time to go all in. Be obsessed. Doesn't mean that you can't be a, a father. Doesn't mean you can't be. But, but, but depending on the circumstances, any way you slice it, don't hate the player, hate the game. You could find a way, but you got to be obsessed. Got to be obsessed or you're going to be average, good at best. And we got to overcome these hurdles and obstacles and adversities. And instead of letting them break us, you got you to you make it take you to the next level. So no matter what this week brings to you, I want you to stand strong in the pocket. Use it all for good. Anything that happens to you is happening for you. And try to walk in, in, in the fullness of your full, full destiny. If this helps anybody, please Help me out. We want to spread the word. We want to share positivity with people and try to uh, influence as many as we can. Can you share this with somebody else? And uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to told, told him I'm a beast, bud.